0: we on oh. what's up bro
1: nothing much
0: nothing much
1: so today we are going to be discussing something that we all do and that we all experience uh, self-sabotage
0: sabotage <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly everyone displays self-sabotaging behavior um even us in trying to get this episode done. All right.
0: I feel like this whole week has just been anti, like we we wanted to cover self-sabotaging and every move I made this week was sabotaging yeah. behavior. Exactly. <laughs>
1: like, it was like, as soon as we decided on this, it was like, yeah. Like, all right. Like, oh, the irony. Okay. Yeah, like me waiting till like never (laughs) to start researching yep
0: yes 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 Mm -hmm. um um for people who just don't understand the term i don't know how to um give like a a couple other ways sabotaging a couple other um sabotaging examples
1: ways that it's worded you you mean like no i'm (laughs) saying I'm saying the different ways it can be worded. All right, like, go ahead. maybe you go ahead. May, may not hear it as self-sabotage. You may hear it as someone says you're getting in your own way. It's mm. a or self-defeating behavior or accidentally on purpose or most commonly, I think, is shooting yourself in the foot.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like one of the most common things was procrastination.
1: Yeah, really, that is, yes, that is the number one.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I suffer from pro- procrastination like a
1: motherfucker. I mean, if if they, people who don't, it's just like, uh, it's amazing. I, I don't know who can really say that they do not in some form or another.
0: I don't think they're human.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you but know? I, I'll list off some examples of self-sabotage. Maybe some of you listening can relate to at least one of them. Now, we already said procrastination, which is, of course, the most common uh sabotage can hide behind impulsiveness and a need for excitement. It can also look like indecision mm-hmm. or it can be masked behind perfectionism. Like, oh, I can't complete this task or go to this event because I don't have the exact materials or I don't have the exact wardrobe, et cetera. Uh-huh. And it also comes hand in hand with self-criticism or your inner voice dialogue.
0: Oh, preach, man. Um inner voice man that hits home for me because my inner dialogue is ruthless like <laughs> like uh, the stuff I say to myself like I would never say out loud like people probably would would I don't know like call a therapist for me <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, dang.
0: yeah so um your inner dialogue is just those those conversations you have with yourself and a lot of people think that it can only go one way uh they can be negative and more 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 likely than not it is negative, at least for me. So it's funny how as as I get closer to my goals or as I get closer to the things I want to accomplish, it seems like my my negative inner dialogue gets louder and louder and louder. Mm-hmm. You know? And even if what you're saying to yourself is not true, you're still putting energy out. It's kind of like you're still creating a self-fulfilling prophecy, you know, and sometimes you anticipate those thoughts before they can even manifest themselves. Mm -hmm. So you're going through your day or even even with this podcast, Mm -hmm. um, we did a couple episodes and got a little bit of feedback from people in our circle. And I'm totally excited. And then as it's turning into more of a reality of it happening I just, mm-hmm. I, I feel this little creep up on my shoulder, like whispering in my ear, like, yeah, this ain't gonna work. Like, shut I up. Like, I who wants it? you ain't, ain't shit. Bad. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> you ain't never gonna be
0: nothing. Yeah, <laughs> right. Straight up. So, <laughs> um, I think one of the biggest things, too, that I found, like, to kind of combat it is just acknowledge and being honest with yourself. You know, I think. Society, like, if, if you were to come to me and ask how I'm doing, I'm going to tell you I'm fine, regardless of if that's true or not, because I want to avoid the conversation of explaining why I'm not feeling too well, this, that, and the, and the third.
1: Also, like, it's, it, I think it depends, because I was thinking about that, and, uh-huh. like, sometimes people ain't going to listen anyway. I know. Or maybe I make know. the assumption that they're not going to listen. But, yeah, I've, I've tried to get out of the habit of just saying, fine, I'm like, oh, I feel like a turd.
0: Yeah, keep yeah. Moving. I don't got okay to explain <laughs> why,
1: but that's how I fucking feel.
0: Well, I think what it, what happens is it's more dangerous when you're saying that to yourself. True. Saying it to yourself, you know, even if it's not true, you saying it to yourself could put off the things you need to work on. Could yeah. put off having to work against this self-sabotaging behavior and lead to denial, you know?
1: Right. I know, like, last week we were supposed to record and you were like, it, Like... <laughs> Okay, I'm fine. I'm like, actually, I don't feel like it. Like, I'm just yeah. like I need a mental health day. And you're yeah. like, it's fine. It's good. But I was, like, so worried about letting you down and stuff. But, you know, just had to be honest, like, because it, it was going to be pretty poop. Yeah, cause, <laughs> poop. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, nah, because I think, um, and that's one of the things, like, I think you have to be honest with yourself when you're not mm-hmm. feeling well you know yeah. and just because you're built into a routine routines aren't always positive yeah. you know and routines right. are almost anti-human uh right. what i've come to find like we're creatures of exploration you know like any any set pattern we fall into kind of goes against our nature and mm-hmm. the way society's built up you know routine is everything you got to go to your 9 to 5 you have all these things that you have right. to get done that are pulling you in different directions and You can go years. I know me personally, I'm going years and wake up one morning and it's just like, oh, I'm not happy or or wake up one morning and realize that I'm not where I want to be because I'm running through this routine. And I really need to make a, a conscious effort to make sure whatever routine I'm stuck in or or breaking out that routine.
1: Right. And back to the inner voice. A uh, dialogue, a uh, dialogue that you have with yourself, and I think it's a very common trait that we all have some sort of negative belief about ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, like whether you tell yourself I'm ugly, or people, a lot of people say I'm lazy. I'm just lazy and you know like that's not okay or even if people say you know i'm not smart enough for this or that if you say that to yourself enough times it's going to become your mantra and you will start to believe those things Mm -hmm. are concrete and eventually they're going to manifest themselves to be true so we need to get into the habit of replacing those negative words with the antonym and it may seem ridiculous at first to say to yourself I am motivated, Uh you know, good damn well, you feel lazy as hell, but after a while, you know, you'll start to feel it, which in turn will make you believe that you are motivated and, you know, you will be, keep telling yourself, I'm motivated, I'm a motivated person, you know, stop saying to yourself, I'm lazy, I'm lazy, I'm just, you know,
0: Yeah. so maybe that's
1: something to try, you know, to combat any type of negative thing that you think about yourself because... You know, I hear that just from a lot of people in talking. They have one thing that they always say about themselves that is negative and they just hold to be true to them. Yeah. And it's
0: something that they just accept. Like, Mm -hmm. I find it so crazy how we think at some point if we work on these areas, even when we work on these areas, you know, even when we do all the cheesy self-help stuff to get to wherever we think we're at, we need to be. We think our work is done when it's it's we we have to constantly be working, you're never yeah. finished, you are mm-hmm. a work in progress, and you're never going to get to some point where it's like, oh, well, I'm done learning about myself I'm finished, you <laughs> know <laughs> right, yeah, so I, it's about being consistent like you were saying,
1: yeah, but back to yeah discussing routines and being uncomfortable, swaying away from your routine <laughs>
0: right. So like with with routines, breaking out of routines is probably the hardest thing. And that's usually, routines are usually things we fall back on
1: Mm -hmm.
0: whenever there's a little bit of resistance. Right. You know, and even if that's a negative routine, it's the routine we know. Right. So if I create a a routine of failure, Mm
1: -hmm. if I create
0: a routine of self-sabotaging behavior, Mm -hmm. I can always fall back on it because I know the outcome. Yeah. And I'm comfortable with the outcome.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You get what I'm saying? And even if it's a negative outcome, it's something I feel like I have control of. And a lot of times um, I find it I find it funny with myself is that I'll either dwell in the past or I'll be super anxious about the future.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Two of which, two things that I have zero control over. Right. Like, and we forget that. The moment is the only thing we have control over. Right. And the moment, we have to let go of the stuff, learn from the past. But if we take advantage of the right now, we can ensure a better future.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: know I saying? think
1: my problem with routines is I ha- I get FOMO, like fear of missing out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like I-, I feel like if I don't do these same things, it's like I'm going to miss it. Or, you know, I don't know. Like I'm never going to have the opportunity to lay around and BS all day. Like really? Like girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's where my uh routine comes in. I'm just like, but that's what I like doing. And I will have many other weekends to lay around and neglect my housework. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But I, I feel like it's a balance between the two, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it needs um, to be, yeah, yeah. It has to be. You got to achieve. <laughs> you can't be on all the way one side of the spectrum. Because right. even as much as you want to fight the urge of laying down and chilling, your body needs that. You yeah. know, oh, it's definitely. what are you doing? with your, what are you doing with the other time when you could be working? You yes. know what I'm saying? Like exactly. So it's just creating a, a healthy habits, right? Healthy habits, right?
1: Uh, so i want to go over perfectionism next oh god <laughs> so perfectionism can be so detrimental they can almost go hand in hand with procrastination mm-hmm. so like how many times have you put something off because it wasn't done perfectly
0: uh, raise hands <laughs> <laughs> raise hands is so that it's a question so long me? to
1: graduate <laughs> college
0: right uh uh as you know i don't know if the listeners know i've created music before um, mm-hmm. and perfectionism has had stuff never get released mm-hmm. never get done because you're, you're always going to find me, me because I'm super self critical yes. like, you're always going to find something that's not right. right and you convince yourself or I've convinced myself that's why I need to start doing saying you and replacing mm-hmm. it with I <laughs> is I've convinced myself that oh no it's not ready Oh, yeah. no, no, it's not. Man, that hi-hat's not right. Mm-hmm. Like, You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I slurred my words there, this, that, and the yeah. third. And I learned during the, the music process that the longer you have time to nitpick the song, mm-hmm. the more likely that joint's never going to come out. Right. You know, um, you kind of just have to let it fly. You got to right. let stuff fly. So stop being so overly critical, mm-hmm. you know, and just live.
1: Right. Or even like if I'm trying to say have a good day with my dieting and exercise <laughs> and then it's like, say you succumb to that cookie or something and it's just like, uh oh, well, might as well just, you know, throw the rest of the right. day. Away. Like, I didn't <laughs> I didn't do it perfectly. You know, forget it. I had that cookie. I might as well just go ham the rest of the day. And it's like it doesn't have to be like that. You know, just making excuses for yeah. yourself.
0: That's kind of like it... I was saying before. That's kind of like dwelling in the past. Like, all right, you had the cookie, but what about the right now?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah, the, the like you can make a better goal. decision
1: right now. Yeah, at this
0: moment, we can make a better decision. <laughs>
1: right. But it's too
0: easy. It's easy to fall back into your same pattern. And it's not hard eating cookies, nigga. Like... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I enjoy It's that. hard to
1: do that meal prep, though. Who got yeah, time? Yeah, yeah. But um. <laughs> Look, any harder to prep that fried chicken. (laughs) (laughs) But no, this is what I I liked. Um, Another self defeating behavior can also be displayed as um, thinking you are perfect, AKA Mm. arrogance. Mm. (laughs) So that's teaching yourself to think highly of your innate ability instead of encouraging yourself to keep improving oneself you will in the end become less intelligent in comparison to your peers as you age because of lack of effort so you know those people who say oh this is just the way i am instead of trying to change you know bad behaviors or those who feel like oh i already know everything about that instead of wanting to keep doing more research Mm. like that and I guess that goes back into the need for routine and it not fitting your autopilot mode of what you know, what is comfortable for you. But I think that's so funny because I know so many people like that. Right, how many <laughs> times have
0: you heard? How many times have you heard? No, oh, I'm, a, I'm a Leo. Can't help it.
1: Yeah. Like, no, you're a dick. That's not <laughs> how you use astrology. I will say real quick. The purpose of astrology is to be able to identify those negative traits so you can improve upon them, not to accept them.
0: Like, yeah, I hate yeah. that. I yeah. can't
1: help it. Yes, yeah, you can because I'm a Gemini, and ugh, like Gemini's <laughs> got. <laughs> hey,
0: look, look, you already as you already being so critical. I
1: know, but like, no, but I've worked to improve upon those traits that are very annoying about a Gemini. And, I mean, I'm on the cusp of cancer, too, so that makes me a crybaby. But, Mm. you know, I try to, at least I can recognize things, like, when I'm being too childish or when I'm being too emotional and, you know, just Mm. the waterworks are just out of control. Like, girl, get a grip. So...
0: Yeah, I think I think um, it comes down to what we what we led with. It's almost like being honest with yourself, Mm -hmm. like identifying your bullshit. That should be a talking point. Identify (laughs) your bullshit and work on it. Um, I remember it's it's funny because you get so stuck in a routine and I'm always a person like I, I believe the way you think. The way you think is going to determine where you are in a couple of years. So a mm-hmm. uh, quick, quick little story. I was having a conversation with a friend of mine and we always get into these like deep discussions and we were speaking on the topic of goals. And if you were to ask him, if I was to ask him what his goals were, it was very specific. he was sell the house, buy another home, live in it, rent the other house, save money, mm-hmm. move to Costa Rica, start a business and help people. It was just so pinpoint. Mm-hmm. And it was so like, make a decision. That's another thing, indecisiveness.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. So he had asked me the same question, and mine was super vague. Mine was, oh man, I just want to be comfortable. Yeah. And I remember saying that to myself all the time like, oh, wait until I get comfortable. Mm-hmm. And being the good friend that he is, he pressed me for more detail, and I really didn't have any execution plan to what that was yeah, like he right. kept asking me what it meant and and as he's pressing me, like I finally realized that if my goal was to be a comfortable was to be comfortable goal achieved. You know, I, I've been comfortable the whole time, you know, goal achieve, <laughs> Goal you know, achieve. I've been comfortable in my nine to five. Like uh, I've been comfortable living check to check, comfortable in a, yeah. a living situation that I don't like and and right. not addressing issues that I right. know are affecting me, relationships, um, everything, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's why I feel like it's very important to we get pulled in so many directions that it's almost necessary to have a routine. But it's very important to break out of said routine every now and then just to check yourself, mm-hmm. you know,
1: and also to just stop and mm. really think and plan. Because remember how easy it used to be to daydream? Like, we got too I much, much shit. able to daydream. <laughs> like now I just we see going that to you're too much. so, I know, now it's like you're always so preoccupied with whatever is going on. I mean, even, of course, you know, wasting time on our phones and stuff. It's like you really should sit down and plan out what you want to happen. And and it's fine. Be careful, too, <laughs> what you wish for, because yeah. I've done this before. Man, but I you're going to get what you're thinking about. <laughs> so, like, and it's funny, yeah, because, like, my current job fits everything that I wanted. Well, mm-hmm. almost everything that I wanted, right? Except I didn't throw in there that I want to be safe. Well,
0: you're going to have to unpack that. Explain that a little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh yeah, true. Yeah, so I work at a behavioral school. So, you know, and it's down the street from my house. The hours are perfect for me to get my son from school without having to put him in any type of aftercare. Everyone that works there, we're all like a big family. You know, I get along great with everyone. The pay isn't bad. But I'm fighting kids. Like, I'm being, I'm. <laughs> not literally fighting them but they're trying to they damn sure trying to fight us um so yeah i didn't throw in that part that i, I yeah i mean but you don't even think you we'll throw that in <laughs> so i was like darn it but it's funny i'm just saying like make sure you're super specific with what you want because i was just laughing like oh i didn't didn't think i had to throw that in there guess i did huh all right let's let's try this again but um, I mean, even like drawing the type of person you want to be with, as far as in a relationship, like I've done that before, and of course you don't think of yeah. anything. it's a learning process. But you know, I'm pretty happy right now oh, with.
0: Oh. The oh. oh, <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like before, I tried that and I was like,
0: Ooh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Ooh, I forgot that.
1: <laughs> yeah. I didn't. Ooh, forgot to put that you know, on the list. That aspect, hmm. huh? I don't like that. I don't right. like. I don't like that. <laughs> but two, um, I guess we can continue on um, something, too, I think I never really thought of, but definitely like I mean, I, I, we've talked about this before a little bit, but I never realized like how common it was um, is a thing that really can uh, ways that people sabotage themselves is because they feel like a fraud. So anytime they do get some sort of you know success, mm. it's like they don't feel like they deserve it. So perceived fraudulence is often called imposter syndrome. And things that cause you to level up in life may have you feeling like you don't belong or that you'll get called out as a phony. So as you ascend to higher levels of education or, you know, take on more responsibility at work, you got a promotion or do something that raises your public profile, you may begin to feel like now you only have farther to fall or thinking you may cause much attention to yourself by being successful and someone will be more likely to call you out saying you don't belong here. You know, you don't deserve this. So many people sabotage themselves in fear of failing mm. or, you know, being called out. Yeah,
0: I think it, it's on it. based in fear. But, um, you know, a lot of people are afraid to be successful, mm-hmm. Um, myself included at times, you know, and whatever success. Mm-hmm. Yeah, success yeah, is, all of us, you know, right. relative to whoever's speaking about it. But a lot of people are afraid to break a trend going in their life because they know once they hold themselves to it, the only person they can really let down is themselves.
1: Mm hmm. And they have to do something new because that's a different situation. So like, um, like I have, I know somebody who just uh, got pushed into, I mean, this has happened to me before too, mm. got pushed into a management position and it's just like, oh, the panic sets in, you know, like uh, nobody's going to take me serious. You know, they're not going to look at me like I'm a real manager, Da 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 but it's like, you got put in that position for a reason, you know, you can, you can do it, but. Just the way that it yeah. happens, it seems like it's not like, you but know, a traditional way. But it's like, like your the, mind, the like that way. person's
0: mind is creating its own resistance. Mm-hmm. Like it is creating stuff that hasn't happened instead of paying attention, like to the right, right now, paying attention, like, okay, I'm a manager. Let's start mm-hmm. making some decisions. Let's go into this mm-hmm. with a mindset that I can do this stuff, you know?
1: Right. Mm-hmm. But then also, too, like, you're thinking that the people that are around you are for some reason better or that they've had some Mm -hmm. sort of training you haven't had. Or, I mean, maybe they have, but thinking, I don't know, they know what they're doing more than you do. Nobody knows what they're doing. Like, it's kind of of ridiculous. Like, (laughs) you kind of see that, like, everybody's just trying to figure it out. And, you know, the people that you feel like you're being fake around and, you know, they that they deserve whatever title of success Mm -hmm. that they have, you deserve it as well. You know, even if you didn't take the same steps to get there. And I think we downplay what we have had to experience and endure to get to the point of when we hit a successful landmark because many times it happens, you know, just like on a Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Or it just seems to happen by chance. You know what I mean? It's not like it just comes from out of the blue. But the universe already put many tests in front of you that you didn't seem that didn't seem related to that specifically but it was helping you know build up your resilience and knowledge so even though it doesn't seem like it all applies like everybody's been through some stuff like even though it might seem like oh I just cuz somebody got hurt I got this management position that's the way it's supposed to happen you know don't think that you're not worthy because it happened by a fluke you know you still been through how many other things in your life to get to the point where you're at you know, so I think people forget about that in the moment and they start feeling like they're phony, but it's like, no, you worked for this even if it was not in the same capacity of, you know you kinda
0: just gotta roll with it. Exactly. You know? And it, like we, we have a tendency, like you were mm-hmm. saying, we have a tendency to think everybody got it together. Everybody is holding on by a thread. I'm yes. telling you right now, like people in your immediate circle, you never know Pretty what they're much. going through. Yeah. And if I would if we jump back, like like being mm-hmm. honest, like if somebody mm-hmm. asks you normally if I ask you how you're doing You're going to say, oh, I'm fine. Or, you know, even if it isn't true. So it leaves you to wonder, you know, how many people are going through certain things that you think have everything planned out. Don't nobody got it figured out. Not one bit.
1: I feel good that I rarely say that. Yeah, you never say you're fine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you never say you're fine.
1: Because I've been trying to embrace that, you know, everybody got something like, you ain't, yeah. okay, why am I? Yeah, we
0: like,
1: just okay. am mm, yeah. okay, I'm
0: okay. But then, then on the flip side of that, it gets no. annoying every time you ask but. somebody. And they're like, great, great, I feel amazing. Yeah. Right? Fantastic. low side-eye them. Life. <laughs>
1: right, like, mm-hmm. okay, all right. <laughs> but no, back to what you were saying that <laughs> everyone hanging on by a thread that uh, we all have the inner and outer child conflict. Um, and this is what I found very interesting in researching. Um, so, most people know that we have an inner child, you know, your mm. tender emotional core, you know, it's um, mm. terrible. It's <laughs> like not everybody's childhood wasn't terrible. <laughs> but, Many people do not realize that they also have an outer child. It's a hidden nemesis that sabotages their life. And I saw it described as Chucky from Child's Play. And right, I for died. your for, I for those like, that don't know, like
0: Brittany no, is... is like the biggest fan of Chucky. I <laughs> I met Brittany in probably one of the first movies we probably watched was not Chucky movie. Like she had everyone. But continue, continue. <gasps>
1: oh, I know. So you already know. I was already into it. I don't. I don't know why I'm obsessed. Just we're going to move on anyway. (laughs) But um, yeah, this whole idea was super interesting to me because you always hear about your inner child and trying to heal it. And, you know, a lot of people have abandonment issues and all these different things, but your outer child. So it's all about self-defeating behaviors. Outer child is the part that breaks up your diet, runs up your credit cards, procrastinates (laughs) and gets attracted to all the wrong people. Just everything that's wrong. Like Mm -hmm. that is, Acting like a child, essentially, you know. So as we become adults, we have to learn how to parent ourselves.
0: Yeah, that's the thing most people aren't ready for.
1: Yeah, I don't think any of us are. You know, and as children, we had adults to force us to do things we didn't want to do, you know, or to guide us into making the right decisions. So anytime you're making a decision that is detrimental to your well-being, it is known as you behaving in a childlike manner or outer child. So your adult self needs to get stronger so it can nurture your inner child, which is healing old wounds and figuring out your primal needs, and to be able to tame your outer child so you can reach your potential for greater life and love. And this idea comes from Susan Anderson. Uh, She has a book called Taming Your Outer Child. So I'm assuming most of the information online I saw comes from that book, so... You can like post the link for that if anybody wants to look more into it. Um, There's a few websites and stuff. But I will go over some ways an outer child behaves just to get a better idea. All right. So outer child acts out your inner child's feelings inappropriately. So when you're angry, insecure, or hurt, it will lash out, at clingy, or plot revenge. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so let's say that you, right, you know what I mean? It's like, you know that's petty. Yeah, you sometimes be doing you can't
0: help like it. Yo, sometimes my ego really, my outer <laughs> child, I'm sorry, my outer child, I know. really gets in the mm-hmm. way.
1: Right. So, exactly. So, all right, so let's say that you, the adult, <laughs> me, I'm making this decision <laughs> to be more assertive at work. So instead, outer will swoop in to overprotect you by mm-hmm. getting you to stay quiet at the meeting. Or, you know, outer child loves quick fixes because it doesn't have the patience to delay gratification. So an example of when outer succumbs to immediate gratification is it sabotages your long-range goals. So let's decide, oh, let's let's say that you decide to mm. pay down your credit cards. So you know, you get your balance back down, you know, you got a line, your line full of credit again. So all of a sudden, you just go and blow it on a high-priced item, totally defeating the purpose of you deciding to pay off that credit card. You gave into the impulse, or you decide to go on a fitness program. You know, outer talks you into paying for that annual membership at the gym and then stalls you from ever going and saying, hey, just 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 relax on the couch mm-hmm. with that bag of chips. You'll go tomorrow. And you keep telling yourself that it's just making very irresponsible decisions so outer is the impulsive obstinate self-centered 10 year old within all of us outer wants what outer (laughs) wants right now and it always overrules you the adult into getting it and at an extreme point which i see with the children at my school but i mean adults Mm. behave like this too is you know you take your anger out on innocent bystanders and makes you look like a monster so, you know, I see kids get upset, and it don't matter who it is, they're going to fight them. But even, you know, a li- like t- tone it down just a little bit, you know, when you're stressed out and you start mm. taking it out on people around you, even though they have nothing to do with it, instead of, you know, being mature about it, like, okay, I'm upset, but, you know, you don't deserve mm. me lashing out at you right now. That's behaving like a child. And yeah. I, I'm very yeah. guilty of that. I, I mean, I, <laughs> I think know I am. if you're being honest with yes. yourself,
0: I think a lot of people are. A lot of people are guilty. Yeah.
1: Oh definitely, definitely, um, especially in little <laughs> Philadelphia, <laughs> but um, let me not, let me not go on the city, but um, outer child also likes to play games, especially when you attempt a new relationship, so it can come off as playing you know hard to get or giving too much of yourself in hopes of some sort of love insurance, you know, like just giving your all doing way too much, you know, just showing them all the affection, giving them every single thing they want, and hoping that they you know that will make them wanna stay. You know, instead of it being an equal balance. Um, But, you know, recognizing your outer child can be a powerful self-awareness tool. So you can stop and think like, okay, am I being childish right now? Is this Mm. outer child coming out? You know, and you need to like, I'm going to be the adult in this situation. No, we're not going to make that decision. It's like the kid that
0: throws a tantrum. (laughs) Yeah, it's like the kid that throws a tantrum. And a Mm -hmm. lot of times, Mm -hmm. if it's the adult, like a lot of times, like an adult will say no the first time the kid throws a tantrum keeps crying after Mm -hmm. a while the adult doesn't want to hear it anymore and then then just gives it the gratification just goes here here you can have it and then it stops crying Mm
1: -hmm. but
0: you're you're literally (laughs) yeah you're literally instilling bad behavior so you have a whole bunch of adults that grow up later in life and think they can just throw a fit
1: Mm -hmm. or even to themselves this could be a whole dialogue within your own head for sure no we're not doing that today no we're not doing that today No, no 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 (laughs) and i mean of course you know to the more more serious you know what i mean extreme of this is when it comes to addiction you know that's really a tough one to try to overcome but like i was saying it could be something as trivial as you know spending too much money um but it was also saying that like people with strong outer childs love hanging around other people with strong outer childs so i love when people are like i love hanging around people that are like impulsive da 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 and it's like
0: yeah, yeah you kind of just
1: that's good <laughs> at the same time it's not always yeah a good thing i mean like you know you want to hang around people that are going to make bad decisions Ugh. with you
0: well you you so. want to hang around people that are just going to validate your bad behavior that's usually what it is
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Your, yeah partners your partners in crime, in crime are just ensuring, right? but... showing the same bullshit. <laughs> exactly. So I thought that was very interesting um, that I came across an outer child. I was like, hmm, makes a lot of sense. I'm like, I want to be an You're adult. Right? Damn it! <laughs> no, I'm an adult. <laughs> so I'm gonna try to be more conscious. I'm an adult. Uh, no, <laughs> nah,
0: yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I think that is it. Like, you have to try to be more conscious. You can't just go with the flow. Like you can't just flow Mm -hmm. through life not recognizing patterns. (laughs) You know, I know a lot of people that don't take don't take accountability for any position that they're in. And I think we're losing that a lot in society. Like everybody has a reason for why they are not excelling or why they're Mm -hmm. not doing as well as the next person. First of all, Mm -hmm. stop comparing yourself to the next person and right. really focus on yourself
1: yeah mm-hmm. or accepting those bad reasons like oh well that happened so you yeah, know
0: it's always me what? that's so funny
1: like that's
0: you ever okay. had you ever know that person that's just like it's always me it's <laughs> always they're like a drag to be around like there's people you don't want to hang out with so after a while, like you don't want to hear excuses and you right. can keep making excuses but you're not changing any mm-hmm. said behavior you know?
1: Yeah. I guess the bottom line is you got to get uncomfortable. Oh, God. <laughs> you have to be yeah. uncomfortable, at least yeah. for a little bit. Yeah, and without action, you know, listening to us talk or listening to all these different self-helps, reading the books, none of that's going to matter if you don't do it. Yeah, you can self-help
0: it. yourself right into complacency.
1: Mm-hmm. You can listen to it and be like, well, I feel good, but you're like, okay, but did you do anything? Yeah, that's a
0: momentary eye, <laughs> you know.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, it's a learning process, Yeah. right? And exactly. But it's like, yeah, it's just, it's a learning process for all of us. So don't think that we're over here talking on no high horse. Like, nah, this is stuff that we're just like, I learned so much doing this. And I'm just like, mm, I'm giving myself the sad Oh side my eye, God. Right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks when you're reading through something and it's just identifying you know I mean? like, all get, your shit. Get
1: your life. That's why I was like, I hope people don't think we are trying to preach. Cause nah, we just, we just talking with y'all. We were having a discussion because we do all of these things.
0: It's funny how like you'll run away from the mm-hmm. truth. Like you'll run away from not wanting to yes. like like when somebody's really calling you out. And it, it's so funny because it happens to me all the time. Whenever I start feeling a certain type of way or I start identifying my bullshit, mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. I come across is just mm-hmm. reaffirming exactly what I was thinking to myself, like, damn, I need to change this. I need to oh, change yeah. that. This, that, and the third. Oh, then the yeah. commercial comes on TV.
1: Mm-hmm. Something just happened to me earlier. Oh, I know. I <laughs> I'm like, really? Uh, right. oh, okay. That's what we're doing? Oh, that's right. what we're doing? Okay.
0: like Or or a song will just, play. Just slap me yeah, in the face Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or a song will play. bag. Or a song will play. It'll be quick. It'll be I'm quick sorry. to turn the song like, oh, no, no. no we can't hear that. Mm-mm. That hits a mm-hmm. little too close to home. <laughs>
1: It's funny because just earlier today, I was behaving like a child. (laughs) I was going, oh, I'm trying to avoid Mm -hmm. this person right now. Um, I'm trying my hardest because somebody uh, had me do this event and pretty much sabotaged my name uh, and my reputation uh, to a degree because uh, he lied about, you know, how the event was going to go and the amount of help I had or whatever. I, I had to do a catering event. I cooked for an event. So anyway, it went terribly because he did not have everything set up and he lied about, you know, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, I also did a painting for the same man. Um, He commissioned me to do a painting like two years ago. So he needs the paintings now for, I don't know, I guess he's displaying them somewhere. Now, the only reason I have the painting in my possession right now is because he was using me because he had it at some place and he didn't want to carry it around. So he told me to take it. I'm like, why do I, okay. So I have the painting. I've had it for a year almost, you know. So after the event happened, uh, back in October, I blocked him. I'm like, I don't want to talk to you, you know, like just leave uh-huh. me alone. I don't want nothing to do with you. So he has my email. Like he has a way to contact me if he really wants to, and I was trying to drop the painting off with a woman I know that did a lot of paintings for him and he responds to me like real catty like no it has to go to he named two people now he's he's starting to leave a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths and the two people that he told me to give the painting to i know that they didn't want to see him so i didn't want to get caught up in no mess you Mm -hmm. know or involve extra people and anything so i'm like that sounds fishy so anyway I haven't talked to him. So this weekend, I get a call from the woman I actually did the painting of. And she's, like, really esteemed in Philadelphia. I'm not going to say her name. But she called me and was like, oh, I'm just passing along a message for the guy. And I'm, like, really, like, dang. Like, you had this lady call me. Like, that's going to make me talk to you or something, you know. So then I got in contact with the woman that did the other paintings. And she called me today. And she was just like kind of like she felt where I was coming from because she knows like everything that went down. And she was like, oh, well, he came to get the paintings two weeks ago. And I'm just like, "Mm." you know, like I'm just feeling bad. Like, I don't want to involve her in nothing else. And I'm like, well, maybe I can drop it off at uh, the woman I did the painting for. And she's like, oh, yeah, maybe you can try that. And I was like, you know what? I said, I need to be an adult. I was like, I'm just going to contact him and give him the painting. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I really don't want to talk to him. I don't want to hear any of his excuses, but I can just drop off the painting, tell him I don't really have anything to talk about and get in my car and drive away. You know, it's just that I don't want to, I just didn't even want to have yeah. to do it. I'm just trying to hide from yeah. it because I don't even want to see it's this It's almost person. like you're, you're, but you're
0: waiting for gotta gotta an adult, an adult. To, handle, like, to handle it for you.
1: Mm-hmm. I ra- yeah, I just, I want a third party and stuff. But I, so I'm like, all right, no, like I can't be dragging other people into this mess because of how I feel about this person. Like I need to be an adult, because <laughs> that's why she was like, like, me and her are sitting here on the phone. And I mean, this woman that I'm talking to, like, she's like, in her, mm-hmm. like, she's fifty. Like, so that's why I'm like, let me, like, Brittany, stop, like, you know, me and her, <laughs> we all plotting where to put it and stuff. And I'm like, no, you know what, no, no, I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm nah. going to email this guy and set up something and give him this painting. Ugh. So, I know that. I was just laughing, though, because if I wouldn't have been researching this stuff, I probably would have kept yeah, on going yeah, on with my scheming. But that's what it made me stop. Like, Brittany, you're behaving like a child right now. <laughs> like, just do what you need to do and get it over with. You don't have to give him. You don't have to make talk with him. You know, you don't have to sit, stand there and talk with him or anything like that or give any explanations. Just give him the painting and go on with your day. You don't owe him anything else but that. So, uh, <sighs> it's a process
0: it is a process though <laughs> but it's like a process we should embrace yeah you know and not be so so critical about the results mm-hmm. of it you know in time we can change it
1: yeah right at least I feel better now about having to mm-hmm. go like having to face him because before I was just like oh but now I feel like you know what yeah it I'm feels good
0: feels good to be an adult sometimes
1: <laughs> hmm I don't feel, so, you bad. Yeah, I don't feel sure. so bad. When it. you gotta pay bills, adult <laughs>
0: shit ain't popping.
1: Yeah, I mean Uh, uh Yeah. That's all right. that's for another time. We're gonna start on that shit. Well but,
0: I think yes. we covered
1: I know. I I think that's that's it. I don't think we can go on too much longer about this because Jesus, this is a heavy topic. Nah, nah, it's not down in the dumps.
0: It's just identifying (laughs) your BS.
1: I feel like I helped myself a lot during this podcast. Hopefully you find something we said helpful as well. Um, Like we said before, this is a learning process for all of us. So don't forget to live in the present. Don't dwell in the past or too much in the future in order to get over fear and ensure success we have to just take it one step at a time and do the actions that are required of us instead of yeah, just thinking yeah. um,
0: about definitely it. take time every now and then and take, meditate or, or just sit by yourself and go how am I doing you know we ask everybody else in the world how they're doing and we always mm-hmm. fall on the back burner and that's just not healthy <laughs> mm-hmm. that's just not a healthy way of doing things so I really do hope you guys got something out of this I know I sure did. Um, One of the more important things is I'm going to continue to dive into this subject for myself. And I would suggest everybody else do that. I mean, you can only help yourself more. You are a work in progress.
1: Right. And if you are feeling too great about yourself when you're asking yourself how you're doing, try to make a list of things that you are happy with or that you are grateful for at least you know so you don't stay in that mindset and hopefully it will lift your spirits but thanks for listening yeah
0: thank you guys thank you guys um we'll be back
1: (laughs) till next time
0: stop self-sabotaging
1: hey cut it out
0: (laughs) all right man (laughs)